what a G. Well, you're saying you're locked into the Pretty Girl Problems podcast, yeah? With myself, Naomi Bellu, aka the Diva Baby. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, so first of all, the rumours that you heard are definitely true. I definitely got punched in the face. Um, I definitely retaliated by smashing someone's car. I definitely can't speak about the situation in too much depth because it's currently being investigated. Um, but I'm just so shocked at how much... I'm shocked at a lot of things. I'm shocked at how a man's actions has been excused whilst a woman's retaliation has been questioned and a lot of fingers are being pointed and directed towards me people asking me oh what did you do to you know accommodate the situation as if to suggest you know I'm to blame for getting punched in the face now I definitely understand where people have you know questioned how much I contributed in fueling the situation because of my outbursts online because of my retaliation to the people who have been making comments and just in terms of the way I've gone about you know sharing my story um first of all like I was angry I'm still angry and I feel like I'm within my, my rights to be angry um but as angry as I am and was I was very quickly able to identify that retaliating wasn't a good thing to do um it's just sad because on one hand I've had an overwhelming amount of messages and support from people who identify with me who have you know had similar experiences with the person in question and it has validated me it's made me feel like you know what I'm not even going to bother continue I'm not even going to bother to continue to interact or engage with the negativity because these are strangers these are people that are not there these are people that have only seen snippets of the story and are you know making assumptions um but then there's another side of me that just feels like nah like I've always I've never been a victim as much as I've been a victim of a soul I've never been a victim in, in in allowing people to silence me or to um bully me out of my truth or out of just being who I am and of course where this is very new to me in terms of the experience, it has been an inward battle where I'm kind of like trying to identify why I acted the way I acted, you know, how wrong I am and how to blame I am. Um, I'm just trying to identify, you know, what I did, like I said before, to contribute to the situation because yes, I've been physically assaulted, but there are a lot of things that led up to that point And there are also a lot of things I could have done to just, you know, remove myself and not allow myself to be consumed um by this person's ignorance by this person's you know why whether it was intentional or unintentional means of antagonizing me continuously um to the point of me you know getting up to his face and facilitating a space for him to even punch me um <laughs> it's i don't know it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot and it's in the hands of authorities. Fake stories are going around. Fake evidence has been fabricated, which is like beyond me. Like 
like bro like you already did like a major fuck up and now you're doing all the extras to try and like I don't I don't I don't even at this point I don't even know what the angle is um but you just have to pray about it you have to centralize yourself you have to surround yourself with people who know you you have to remind yourself that you're not perfect that you I have never found myself in a situation where I've been assaulted by a man um and like as much as people can say like oh you shouldn't have smashed his car I don't know if this is the same energy that people will have for their mothers and their daughters when they come home and say somebody's punched me in the face like how are you supposed to act when somebody punches you in the face because I'm sure as fuck not going to try and fight you yeah that's that but I, I think more than anything I've been struggling with myself because I've been I've been questioning myself I've been questioning my growth I've been questioning you know how I got here and again like what I've done wrong because you know two people are responsible for facilitating this and we can go back and forth about you know who's more wrong than the other but the bottom line is we're both wrong um but I can only take accountability for my actions and my parts to play, which I have done. You know, I, I, I was courageous enough to, you know, have my 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 outrage online, and I was. I it took a lot for me to post those things, but I definitely didn't anticipate for you know blogs to flip them on their heads and try and like yeah, it's just a lot like yeah. I was I was. It, it's very evident that I was going mad because. I was just like so shocked and overwhelmed with my emotions and with the situation. Um, I want to speak about myself. I want to remind myself of how I got here and how far I've come. Because I definitely have found myself to promote and advocate for self-development, emotional intelligence and just, you know, continuing to build yourself and not be too harsh on yourself, to find yourself, um, to reflect, identify yourself and just, you know, be gentle with yourself enough to be able to cultivate and nurture the person you'd like to grow into and not always focusing on where you've come from. As much as, you know, the past has a lot of the answers as to why you are where you are and, uh, you know, potentially shaping your future, I definitely feel like I owe myself, um, I guess slight travel down memory lane. Um, I say this because yesterday I, I write a lot of pieces. I don't tend to share my, my pieces because I feel like I even said this to someone uh, yesterday that I, I feel like when I write, I, I first of all, I feel like I write much better than I speak except for text because <laughs> I just be texting. I mean, making typos, but um, in terms, in terms of my, like, my creative writing, I feel like that gives me space to really authentically be honest about how I feel um without filtering it's, it's generically like not generically but genuinely should I say um flowing from whatever is in my mind or heart onto paper um and I guess what makes it slightly easy to be able to be so free in writing is that I don't know it, it might even be a skill of mine because it, it almost feels like not so so much detached from my writing but it's like it's a very creative form of writing that doesn't make it feel too too serious and I guess that's reflecting of my character reflective of my character because I'm not I don't take myself too seriously so sometimes I, I just have to find ways to be able to express myself without it being so intense um I don't know if I want to go backwards do you know what first of all I'm going to start off by reading the piece that I wrote 
immediately after this situation happened. I wrote this piece and it's called What They Don't Tell You About the Angry Black Woman. Um, okay, so this is what I wrote. She's nice, unproblematic. She likes to do anything in between twerking and reading. She works hard. She also is forever being tested and challenged for being. She's not allowed to have an opinion because that intimidates the world. She's not allowed to love her hair, her features or herself. But she can be copied and judged. Society is allowed to capitalise on her essence, her beauty and her strength. But never can she ever capitalise on herself, apparently. She is judged by the men in her own... Oh, she's judged by the men in her own, who are of her own kind because they see their mum in her. She has to compete with her sisters because they are all going through the same struggles but don't know how to be there for one another. She is put in a cage every day, provoked, but God forbid she ever retaliates. She's scared. She's been hurt and has her own demons she's fighting from her childhood. She's angry that she's not allowed to be angry. After painting her as a villain, after objectifying her and making her grow up so fast, after she works tiredly, tirelessly, I can't even spell, <laughs> after she works tiredly to, to redefine herself so she isn't outcasted and used as a punching bag just because she's a woman, just because she's black, angry black woman or provoked black woman. Who are you to question her? Who are you to question her story? To judge her and to labour her? Who are you to tell her how to retaliate? To tell her who she should be? That's the end. So that's what I wrote immediately after the situation happened. And I think I probably want to go back because when I when I was flicking through my notebook, um, I realised that I write my pieces um, based or they reflect the time that I'm in. Now, a lot of people don't know that this year has been probably one of the most, one of the hardest years of my life in that I I, I discovered or I'm, I'm learning how to be independent. My mum kicked me out two days after my 25th birthday. Um, my mum is literally a story for another day. Like, it's literally a story for another day. Um, and then, so, so from November to March, I was staying with my best friend. And whilst I was staying with her, I had put all my stuff in storage. And I had actually spent Christmas Day um, as a carer, covering for a living carer, um, to just try and make some ends meet, you know. Um, yeah, so, th so that's when I put the rest of my stuff in storage after um, completing my, um, my care job. And on the 2nd of January, 2019, I get a phone call from my best friend, in the morning as we do just like catching or touching base with each other um and she's she says to me oh it's so annoying she was just basically just venting about the fact that she's having to um take the long way to work she's late because there's a lot of traffic after a fire occurred and i'm just like what fire she's like oh some storage unit in pearly burnt down you know by the roundabout and i'm just like what storage by what roundabout that sounds like my storage in Pearly by a roundabout dude. Like, what? She's like, yeah, the whole building literally burnt down. And I'm like, hold on. So I call 
my storage and they confirm that the building has burnt down and that emails were sent. And I go into my emails, I don't see an email. I go into my junk email and I see that on the 1st of January, I received an email from Shoreguard confirming or detailing that, you know, the building has burnt down. They don't have that many answers as, as of yet. Um, but they're not allowing any of the customers or clients, whatever, to access the premises. My heart drops. I go online, I'm reading, I go on Twitter, I'm seeing the hashtags. Um, yeah, that's how I found out that my stuff burnt down on the 2nd of January. Um, fast forward a few days later, they sent out an email saying that um, the results were inconclusive, the building uh, uh, burnt down due to uh, gross negligence. And that was that. They sent out forms for uh, people to claim for insurance and detailed I'm literally shaking as I'm telling this story I don't know why I don't know if I'm anxious if I'm upset or what but yeah um that that's that that was that and my that's how my life got reduced to two suitcases literally everything I've ever owned was burnt down like the whole building was burnt to the ground and I have never like when people when people ask like you know before you use words like devastated and it's like yeah I'm devastated but I feel like I can I actually know what devastation feels like like I've never cried so deep like you know like a proper deep cry like I'm I'm a hoarder in it like I I had I like my my room was my refuge like whether it was pictures whether it was mood boards whether it was my 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 ninety six books that I had accumulated like I was working on collecting a hundred books for the year and of course I had to put them all away because I had no space to put them at my friends my guitar like my DJ stuff my my my, my uh, photography equipment like my my uni certificate um even like my t-shirts from secondary school that people had signed in 11 like all that kind of stuff like it's all gone and I just remember on the third crying like crying you know that it's like a you know them cries that you do after your parents beat you like a <gasps> like proper cry that was me and then yeah so I'm flicking through my planner my my notebook sorry and I see this um piece that I wrote called lost files and as I'm flicking through my notebook I'm just seeing my thought process between January 2nd and um this situation that's happened this incident that's happened this assault that I've experienced and I wanna, I wanna just share it because I can't speak about the incident itself, but I just feel like I need to validate myself. I need to remind myself that I'm not a bad person, that I don't go places like start in trouble. And for the most part, like everyone else, I have a story to tell. Like I've come a long way. I've come from something, and I'm going counselling. I'm working on myself, trying to identify, you know, who my demons are, where they've come from, and in doing so, I'm still finding myself like fighting other battles and it's just a lot so this is just a moment for myself to yeah to remind myself of where I've come from so we'll start from the beginning this one is called lost files um lost everything at least that's what it feels like at first then I realize the material is a mindfuck I still remember which is what makes it uber weird I remember what I lost so I wonder did I really lose everything Today I feel like loss is a perspective. Tomorrow I might cry again about having lost everything. 
But today, I cherish the lost files, cherish, cherish and protected and kept in my mind. It's true what they say. They can take away everything, but they can't take away your memories. Unless their name is dementia. But even then, will it ever feel like loss? Because I'm sure then you won't remember what you had. The next piece is called, I thought I was abstaining. <laughs> okay, let's go. Oh, wow. Like, wow, wow. It's crazy how you can meet someone and suddenly, I can't even read my own writing, and suddenly you start to overanalyze interactions with them and how it eradicates your perception of all your past interactions. I mean, men are still trash, but wow. Never did I ever imagine to have so much sexual chemistry with anyone. <laughs> I can't believe I'm reading this out loud. Okay, let's go. This is the kind of intimacy you dream about. I don't know you and I'm not sure that I that it matters. Maybe I'm still high off the sex, but how did you do it? You literally caught me off guard. I don't feel judged how I normally do, or vulnerable, or worried, or anxious. I feel like this was meant to be. Nothing more and nothing less. Just a bit of what I need. I thought I was abstaining, apparently not. Unless you unless you disappoint me in other in another capacity. Because truth is, if we solely focus on sex, you might just be stuck with me forever. Okay, next piece is called The Irony. Uh, gosh, this is getting intense already. It says, sex is like an iron. It straightens the fuck out situations. What hurts? That there is no real substance to your chemistry? Or are you purely bruised? That even if things came to an end, they ended before you wanted them to. Sex tells you, it tells you you want more. You lust, but deep down you require love and care and affection. It tells you you're lonely. The truth hurts. There's nothing worse than feeling lonely in a world full of people. The irony of feeling so fulfilled only to wake up to a sad truth. Truth is, you're desperate. You don't, feel love, you don't fear love because you have a lot to give. You fear rejection, so you mask it. You objectify your desires to be loved. The irony. You want more hugs than thugs. Oh, you want more, more hugs than thrusts. Well, not more, but kisses that don't lose value or meaning even when, even when there's no contact. The irony. If you have sex too quick, you can risk sharing your desire. You can risk, sorry, if the irony. If you have sex too quick, you can risk shaking your desired foundation. You wait too long and you question whether compatibility has anything to do with sharing too much too quick. The irony. Sex shouldn't feel like a giveaway or like a test. Will they or will they not want more? The irony. Sex can mean so little but mean so much. It's your little secret. How you show you are strong when you are weak and tired. When you just want to let out your frustration. The irony. Next piece is called mirror. <clears throat> I've noticed that it's easy to look in the mirror without actually looking at yourself. Making eye contact with yourself is awkward. Hashtag awkward. Almost scary in fact. Kind of like reflecting. It's easier to keep yourself busy, be it with work or be 
or by over-socialising. We do everything but look at ourselves. We tell other people about their characteristics about their character flaws and forget to acknowledge our own mirrors mirrors are truth tellers we should use them more often and face the truth next piece is called the four r's goes like this resilience rejection receiving and redemption had to look up redemption it's one of those words that you can contextualize but never really know the real meaning to be saved from sin error and all evil the four r's the four r's are the r's that make the world go round the r's that act as water to a seed the r's that build character and allow us to make substance allow us to have substance sorry our substance is our realities our truths our experiences without them we are nothing every season has a se- every season has a reason that's the fifth r the big umbrella Next piece is called empty. You shouldn't feel lonely when you're alone. Oh, you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't feel lonely when you're alone. Neither should you feel alone when you're alone. You shouldn't feel validated by the applause. You should go on stage knowing that the audience is is, is in for a treat. You shouldn't feel like you have to prove yourself. You should know who you are and what you bring to the table. You shouldn't be empty. You should be full of life, wearing content and confidence. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> the next piece is called Nev Said. I remember having a conversation with um, my best friend's younger brother. Um, he's, uh, I think, the same age as my sister, who's 23. Um, and I remember just asking him, like, I don't know. Yeah, let, let's read it and then maybe, I'll, yeah. So, yeah, Nev Said. I asked Nev what advice he had about boys and he said, stay away. <laughs> he asked if I was having man problems. I said no. I'm just concerned that at 25 I just keep seeing the same thing. Then he said, "All a w- all women want to do is break a man's back." <laughs> I'm done already. Um, I asked him what he meant by that, and he said, "When girls meet a guy, she thinks he would be perfect if he dot dot dot." That's how you guys ruin shit. I think Nev is what 23. He said, you start to imagine and pressure a man into changing. If you wanted what you wanted, you would have attracted that. Eesh, facts. Never went on to then talk about men being physical and women being emotional. If you want a guy's attention, be physical. Do you, he said. I told Nev that men act like they are the only ones at risk of getting their heart broken. That men should stop being cowards and communicate their fears and they should stop fearing love i told him in my mind i said women love the idea of love they get excited at every every and most opportunities that allow them to get that allow them to let men be men and women women to nurture nev said if you like a guy do nothing what nev said didn't make sense but that's what nev said we established we established that there was there has to be a meeting point compromise between the emotional and the physical because neither parties are each other and we will never understand each other the way we would like to be understood but we can love each other for who we are nev said women ruin what's special about a man by trying to make him perfect i said 
Men try to deny women of what makes them women by forcing them to be physical in, in reaction and desire. I then said, it's all or nothing. I'm either doing me or doing you. No, I need to read that again because I added a little bit here. I said, I said, okay, I said, men try to deny women of, of what makes them women by forcing them to be physical in reaction and desire, but not too much, never too much. I then said, it's all or nothing. I'm either doing me or doing you. Nev said, always do you. Organically though, he added, it shows when you're trying to prove a point. I told Nev that men want women to prove themselves, to stand out. Nev said, if you like a guy, do nothing. I guess silence proves itself to speak volumes again. I just hope I don't get used to doing nothing. It's a bad conditioning because I don't know how long I can find. I don't know if I can, if I know how to find the balance between caring and not caring. Um, the next piece is called February 1st, 2019. <clears throat> it only come, it will only come once, February 1st, 2019. It snowed last month, January 31st, 2019. I woke up to snow. The land is white, the air is cold, fresh, fresh air, fresh new month. I can't wait to make my print in the snow like I will make my, my mark this month. I had a dream. I dreamt of living my dream, February, time to live my dream. That was such like a cliche <laughs> piece of writing. Um, oh, this piece, I remember why I wrote it. It is very, very banging and very, very deep. So stay with me. Um, this was advice I wanted to give somebody, but I just didn't want to insert myself in their life. So I just wrote instead. I wrote, <clears throat> so it's called um, To My Desperate Sister. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to yourself? You are desperate and it shows. To me, I see you. I see you compromising yourself at every opportunity that could mean you are with a man. You are available without question every time he's bored. Sometimes you even keep yourself free just in case he gets bored and remembers you as his option. I see you feeling validated by your interactions with him, even though you know that he's not good enough for you. I see you calculating all the reasons why he doesn't make you happy whilst hoping he asks you to be his I see how you only really experience maximum pleasure with him when you have sex. I see how you, I see you scared to be alone. Sister, did you know that the only thing worse than being alone is being with the wrong man? Sister, did you know that the, the longer you take to try and find yourself in men, the more you lose yourself? Sister, why are you doing this to yourself? You know what you need to do, but would rather blame him for not recognising your worth your beauty, your efforts, your inner wife? Why are you waiting for things to get worse to leave? Why are you waiting for him to give you no reason but to leave? Why are you so keen to be loved when, when you run from the idea of giving yourself the love you deserve? Why have you committed to telling me your struggles knowing that you've chosen to struggle? Eesh, this is deep, bruv. <laughs> Sorry. Sister, why do you not recognise that I have refused to be validated by my interactions with men? but instead chosen to get to know myself. Sister, why are you so desperate? Sister, you look desperate. I know you, fe I know you feel it. I see it. Stop it. Sister, I told you, you're in control. I told you people only take advantage when you let them. I told you, you're powerful, that you only feel like you've given too much when you give when you shouldn't. I told you, you've been through worse, but you're compromising. You've been through worse, but right now you're compromising your boundaries. 
I told you, you don't have to prove your wife material to a man, to a man who doesn't care to prove his husband material. Sister, you are the prize. I told you, and you know it. Any man will be lucky to have you. That not every man deserves to interact with you. That you can say no. That you can be busy. That you can have options. That you can have preferences. That you can have standards. Sister, would you let your sister act this way? Sister, why are you so desperate? I promise there is life outside of men. Big, big facts. Sorry, but I just had to, you know. <laughs> okay, next piece is called I Hate Being Dismissed, which is a story of my fucking life because I really, really hate being dismissed. Like, I hate it. Let's read. I hate making the effort only for it to go over someone else, someone's head. I mean, I know expectations lead to disappointments. I know that you shouldn't act with a reward in mind, but still, I love recognition. It's polite. Imagine unintentionally hurting someone's feelings only to hear regardless when apologising and contextualising. Imagine trying to reason with someone who contributed to an outrage only for them to find comfort in the blame game. <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> Anyways. Imagine having your... Imagine having someone's best interests at heart only for them to be defensive when you give them advice about the issue they came to you with. Whoo! Human beings are bizarre. Anyways. Imagine being willing to compromise. Imagine being willing to compromise only to have people continuously want you to go all the way alone. Hmm. You know when you're reading your own work and it's just like, yeah, you're relating with yourself because sometimes I really feel like, is it just me? Am I going crazy? Anyways. Um, imagine expressing your, your opinion only to have a person belittle your perspective because they are perhaps too ignorant to see, too ignorant to see it. Start again. You can't read my own mind. I write like a dickhead. Imagine expressing your opinion only to have a person belittle your perspective because they are perhaps too ignorant to widen the picture again. Th this is, this is basically why I got punched in the face guys. Because I'm not allowed to, t to really talk about it because, like I said, it's been investigated. But this, let me read it again. This, 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 this little, yeah. Imagine expressing your opinion only to have a person belittle your perspective because they are perhaps too ignorant to add in the picture. That's why you want to punch me, is it? Mm. Let's continue. Imagine loving someone and not being loved back. And this is not about the incident because a lot of people have been asking whether or not we know each other or we've been romantically involved no no and no again we literally just met through a platform where we were supposed to work together and you can't get on with everyone but you're definitely allowed to voice your opinion about people you know internalizing them and treating you a way because of it or because trying to reflect or project their insecurities and fears on you okay anyways let's finish this piece imagine being understanding and not being understood Bush monkeys, a lot of you. Right, is that how I'm gonna write bush monkeys? I'm done. Mm. Uh next piece is called Why You're Doing It. What's the story? I think this is one of my favourite pieces because a lot of people were asking me why I um well to be honest, outside of this outburst that I had on social media, I'm a very transparent person. I very much advocate for communication and transparency. Like I just I'm just open. I feel like even in me creating this platform, Pretty Girl Problems, it is about being true to yourself and allowing yourself to identify with others so you just feel validated. Not because you're trying to prove a point, but we just want to... I really believe that humans just want to be heard. Like, sometimes you just want someone to hear you and tell you it's going to be okay or tell you that you, they understand or tell you that, you know, oh, that happened to me too and it just makes you feel better. 
it just makes you feel like you're human so yeah let's read um so yeah the title is why are you doing it um quotation marks what's the story because i want to win because I, I deserve to win because i want to know who i am because i deserve to know who i am at my best at my worst in my pain and in my struggle in my joy and in my happiness i'm doing it because i can like a purpose per se oh that's it what did i write here mm, i just randomly wrote a sentence which says an underlying desire to just maximize one's cap capabilities don't know where i write but yeah the next piece is called dumb numb or thumbs up i can't decide it doesn't feel it doesn't feel dumb because i know what i want how am i supposed to get what i want without organically putting myself out there without strategically placing myself before him without lusting for him i can't think when i lust i become objective which makes me question my heart am i too far gone is the fear of rejection, disappointment and neglect so great that I see only objects? Yikes. I think I'm numb. The idea of hurt doesn't make me uneasy anymore. Although, it disappoints me that I'm sort of rom hopeless romantic. That I daydream about loving and being loved. I think I'm numb. I think I said that already. I'm trying to recondition myself about my standards, what I deserve and what I won't allow. Boundaries and discipline. I'm trying it. Nevertheless, expectations lead to disappointment, and that's what makes me feel dumb. I can't help but expect. Perhaps a good thing. I know my worth a little. It makes expecting feel okay. It takes the pain away when I walk away, or when they stop trying. I mean, that hurts when they stop trying. I always think, why wouldn't anyone try for me? Am I, am I asking for too much? Anyway, those are scratches to these bruises. You have to be really creative to hurt my feelings. I can tell you that for free. So thumbs up for me not giving up on me and on love. Fuck habit. Fuck having to carry the burden of numbness and dumbness. That shit is heavy. That was quite good. Ah, uh, this is cute. This one is called Thirty Four Plays in Twenty One Days. This one is called <laughs> Thirty Four Plays in Twenty One Hours. I think that's when I released my first podcast. I've been I've been branding myself for almost two years. This this platform was birthed in 2015 at uni and it first kind of was just me blogging and then I started to build rapport with Snapchat because I like the idea of being able to speak to myself but it's kind of like I had an audience as well. Like I always feel like even though I use social media as like a tool to push my brand or to interact with people, it really is just about me, especially Twitter. Like I like being able to speak without having to speak to people even though you know people are very much seeing what you're writing and they can also interact similarly with with, with snapchat it's kind of like the visual ver version of podcasting for me because it's like i can talk to the camera and you know people I, like ooh, I, yeah <laughs> i always even tell people that i have snapchat for myself like i watch my own story more than i watch other people's story just because i'm fascinated at me like like we will never know what we look like or like what we look like walking down the street like you you will only ever see yourself as a reflection or in pictures um so yeah um yeah 34 plays in 21 hours how validating to be heard i always thought in order to feel heard you need to you need closure i was wrong you need engagement engagement to share i always thought sharing was about intention or attention i was wrong 
it's about acknowledgement, me. I always thought it wasn't about me. I was right. It's a collective effort. <clears throat> My presence and existence are, are worlds that only exist because of you. Like how there is no white without black, yin without yang, right without wrong, value. That's how we learn to value and value, by acknowledging the latter. It gives perspective. It makes things matter. Gratitude. Thank you. Mm, that was nice. Next piece is called Whole. Whole as in W-H-O-L-E. Lol. Lol. <laughs> Lol. I need to feel, I used to feel so empty. I used to feel like I don't want to feel, but now I'm whole. Now I'm not looking for another. But now I'm whole. Now I'm not looking for another half because I have both. I have both halves. Now I know why I am how I am. I'm still learning who I am. I'll be doing that forever. But now I know why I am. I am worth it, beautiful, strong, brave, forever flourishing. I am an overcomer, an embodiment of possibility, living, proud of my testimony, a testimony. I am a testimony. But more than anything, I am not sorry. I'm always at the right place at the right time with the right people learning what I need to learn to get to the next level. I am elevating, equipped for greatness, never losing, always learning, whole. Oh, that was cute. Oh dear. This one is called At Your House. I remember this being a proper, actually, you, you'll be the judge of that. Let's read. It says, at your house, it feels like mine. You don't suffocate me at your house. I eat and sleep at your house. I brush my teeth and wash my and wash plates at your house. At your house, I feel happy. At your house, I get to be in your company. At your house, it's, it oddly feels like I'm where I'm supposed to be. Unless it's just you that has this effect on me. At your, <laughs> at your house, I feel free. At your house, I get to be who I want to be, a woman. At your house, you let me be me. I like it here, at your house. I'm so cute sometimes. Okay, so this piece is called, well, this is not even a piece. Basically, you guys have, well, if you haven't, I have a podcast out, um, which that will kind of walks you through my morning routine, why I do what I do in the morning to try and just condition myself. And um, before, so I, I, write, I say affirmations in the mirror to myself most mornings and write notes to self um, that remind me of the things I love about myself and the things I'm grateful for. Uh, but at the beginning of every month, I try and write new affirmations because I feel like I try to reinstall either things that might have gone wrong or I haven't been able to uh, express or embody or things that I'd like to invite into the month. So I'm going to read my I am's first because I write I am's and I wills. I am's are things that I, like I said, either want to be or, or I want to remind myself that I am. And I wills are things that I would like to create in a sense. Um, okay. Also, just before we get into it, some of these words I will not be able to pronounce because basically I also have a, I have an app. I have many apps. One of the apps um, are word of the day, which basically gives you a word of the day. And some of them are like new words I don't know just because I try and like widen my, my vocabulary. Um, so some of these words are words that I found I love the meaning of and I wanted to be them. So I wrote them as my affirmations. Cool. I am. I am attentive. I have the ability to remember. I am sentient. I am able to perceive and feel things. My legs are shaking. I don't know why I'm, sh I'm literally shaking. Um, I am meddlesome. I'm full of spirit and courage. I am geniality. I am kind, friendly, pleasant, and nice to be around. I am scrupulous. S C 
C-R-U-P-U-I-O-U-S, which means uh, I am able to pay attention to detail. I am prodigious. I am remarkably great. I am valorous. I show courage in the face of danger. I am perspicuous. Perspic it's spelled P-E-R-S-P-I-C-A-C-I-O-U-S. And it, I said, I have mastered the art of insight and understanding. I am compendious. I have the ability to present information in a concise and comprehensive way. I am ritzy. I am expen ex expensively stylish. I am audacious. I am willing to take risks. The next one is still May 4th, but these are my I wills. And uh, I have said, I will inculate. I will teach and impress through repetition. I will adjudicate. I will make formal decisions about problems. I will upstage. I will divert attention to self. I will congeal. I will solidify. And I think what I meant by solidify is just being solid in who I am and the things that I do. And then I put, I will iterant. Now, iterant means to travel from place to place. And I think when I wrote this, I was trying to say that I will go from place to place, which is what I wrote. I will travel from place to place. But I don't think it's grammatically correct. I will iterate. I don't think it sounds right, but who knows. The next one is, I will prognosticate. I will foretell and prophesy. Then I put, I will elocute. I will use the skill of clear and expressive speech, especially of distinct articulation. Then I wrote, I will be. I will always be at the right place, at the right time, with the right people, learning what I need to learn to elevate. Then I wrote, I will explore. I will explore myself through people and things. Um, I will magnify. I will praise. Mm, I think I was trying to say that I will be more grateful and just embody more positivity. And the last one I wrote was, I will love the world and me. Um, cool. Next piece, how many more pieces have I got? Because this is giving like, what are we talking about? Okay, cool, just a few more. <clears throat> um, fasting. Does Ramadan happen at the same time every year? I know I'm not Muslim. I told you I'm a spiritual entity. As much as I identify with, most with Christianity, I follow practices that I respect and identify with, like how I only eat halal meat. I identify with the concept. Anyways, I'm fasting. I find it almost amusing how you can go a day without eating and continue in your busyness. However, once you make the decision to fast, the idea of not eating becomes unbearable. I'm fasting because I want clarity. I'm fasting because I want to cultivate my discipline. I'm fasting because I want to heighten my concentration. I'm fasting because I want to find my centre. I'm fasting. No food, no social media, no sex, no TV or music, no swearing, which means minimal conversation to prevent any hiccups. I'm fasting. Sunrise till sunset. I'm fasting. That was a good one still. Work. What's the time? <clears throat> I feel drained. Work, they said. Little did they mention how exhausting work is. I've always wanted to be, I've always wanted to really be committed to working. I never had the luxury because I had the luxury of being at home. My parents hated it. They both came from generations where they had to, they had no option but to hustle. And I always felt like they were taking their struggle out on me. I had the freedom to find myself, to know myself, because I had my mum, because I had mum and dad. Mum more than dad, but dad nevertheless, or nonetheless, I wrote. I do, I do want to work for myself. I'm a creative. My work doesn't feel like work. My work isn't about earning, it's about impact. It's not about survival, it's about experience. My work is about 
my work is about passion. All this nine to five shit is draining. Actually, facts still move. Okay, literally, let's see. I need to have one, two, Um, two ways. <clears throat> the effort comes from the both of us. You try, I try. You don't try, I don't either. The simplest maths. Although, I'm not good at maths. I'm better with my words. What I'm trying to say is that... Oh, no. Yeah. I'm better with my words. It's an active effort. I'm trying to read my own writing because this one's been edited a lot. Like, I, I've made a lot of notes. Okay. Uh, the simplest maths. Although I'm not good at maths, I'm better with my words. It's an active effort. It's a process. No, I need to start this again, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Two ways. The effort comes from the both of us. You try, I try. You don't try, I don't either. The simplest maths, although I'm not good at maths, I'm better with my words. What I'm trying to say is that there needs to be a desire. It's an active effort. It's a process and there needs to be a desire. Ask yourself, are you ready to acknowledge and to consider enough to reply, to do and to be. I don't have to reply to do and to be if I don't want to. So if I do, it's because I choose to. That's effort. And yes, be grateful. I am, every time you take time out, to interact and acknowledge me. I like feeling special, if that's what you're wondering. No, I'm not necessarily an attention seeker, but it makes making you feel special, special, because I'm making an effort, and yes, because you're cute. It makes us uh, it makes us a highlight. You stand out. Everything becomes special, unique. If that's less soppy, let's be special. Let's let let's let things be special. You two have the right to. Let's be special. Let's let things be special. I know you're not asking me what I want. I'm not either. But let's be special two ways together consciously and genuinely without pressure but remember that some things are so special that they require special attention and action like ignoring you because i can do that too <laughs> i don't know if that was if i read that well but we move next one how do you want me i can serve me to you hot or cold it just depends on what you can handle but you need not know what you want but at least what you can handle i think we all have things that scare us about people but you, but you do know that fear only pushes you further away from what you want, right? I'm scared too, but I ain't never been a punk bitch. So I try when I try and I don't when I don't. Never half-hearted, always handle mine. As much as this is what it is, it always... As much as this is what it, what it's always meant to be, and my fear is less about losing you, but you not seeing me for me. And I know it's all about vibration and going with the flow. But you and me both know exactly how the story goes. If you really want this chemistry to last, you have to be authentic in not holding back and receiving and and, and what? And reliving our past. No pride, no games, no reading in between the lines, just patience and vulnerability to see how we do. How we do when you just make it about me and you. Mum says failing to plan is planning to fail. And whilst I'd hate for this shit to sail, I'm sorry, but when it's when it all boils down to it, you're the man and set the agenda. You lead the way. Just don't go expecting me to fuck with your feng shui. Oh, I'm just gonna my shit. <laughs> this one's called The Idea of Me. The idea of me is everything you don't get about me. Everything you see when you look at me. 
what you don't see. The idea of me is everything you don't get about me, everything you see when you look at me, what you don't hear when, when I speak. The idea of me is the little girl that someone in the far past hurt, that people hurt, who poked at her, looked at her, but didn't see or hear her. The I she's burped, I just realised, excuse me, sorry. The idea of me is everything you see when I let you look in my eyes. Everything you're probably scared to see through. Broken. The pieces, the broken pieces are small. So if you stand far enough, the picture looks absolutely perfect. P.S. The idea of me is understanding the plot twist. The pieces are not broken. I just... I just need to pull them. I just need to put the puzzle together. Cool. We're getting closer to the present now. This one's called the life verse. More than halfway there. I hate that. It's like seeing the glasses half empty. I want things to be different. Not just to feel it. I want to stop running and start feeling. The fear of feeling the worst stops me from experiencing the best. Might start walking. A slow paced stroll. Only, so I wrote, yeah, might stop walking, a, a slow paced stroll, one way I could take the scenery in more, to see where I'm going. Oh, that was good, you get it? Walking, pace, taking the scenery in, see where I'm going. Good. Well, this one's called Having All the Answers. As if you could really protect your heart, as if you could avoid pain and death, as if the two aren't guaranteed, as if the experience weighs more than the memory. As if knowing it all mean, means not feeling. As if wisdom is a receipt for the, for, the, for the heart. As if practice and theory are always in harmony. As if power means you're greedy. As if kindness isn't a defence. As if sorrow isn't a disguise, isn't disguised in laughter. As if clowns can't cry. As if it's not only, as, as if it's not always what you don't expect in your mistakes. In your intent in the intangible things of life and and this world okay as if it's not always what you don't expect it to be in your mistakes in your in, in the intangible things of life and this world as if things as if that's not what makes as if that's not what matters most that which makes everything make sense as if having all the answers isn't just about remembering that we're all just winging it as if even if you had all the answers, you'd know which questions were asked. As if there's any point in taking a test if you haven't revised. Ooh, that was good. The answer to all. I feel like we've been here for ages, mate. Story time. <laughs> this one's got, yeah, the art of it all. Alone but not lonely. Confident but not conceited. Honest but not brutal. Kind but not weak. Loud but not observant. Oh, sorry. Loud but observant. Cold but not heartless. Bold but strategic slow but not dumb conscious but not compulsive living and not surviving this one i'm not going to read this one is let's my mom uh so i've read the angry black woman that that's like the most present tense uh and then i wrote something after the angry black woman actually i might read this as well so there's two more pieces that i try this but this is gonna bring this to a close quite nicely i think i actually have two pieces on my face but i'm not uh the broken child dear mum and dad 
I try every day not to hate you, but I'm reminded every day that I'm only here because of you. If only you aborted, then I wouldn't wouldn't be alive to feel. That's how bad the pain gets, mum. That I'd rather be dead than alive. Every time I think about my most devastating experience or the times I have felt the most pain, I see that they go hand in hand with the times you both push me away. Oh, this is such a sub story, fam. My goodness. Let's go. I don't know if you guys got it wrong or right. I'm strong, but did I really have to be? And even if the answer is yes, I think you forgot to teach me how to not be strong. I learned to feel the hard way. Strength is built. This is what this is. This I know. But when were you going to tell me that you need to, you need strength to be strong? The irony of the above and the below that hurt people hurt people. That you were that that you were supposed to be adults and I a child. That you were supposed to tell me who I was instead. You told me everything that I wasn't. Even when. Mm -hmm. Even when I scrapped who I wanted to be to meet your needs, it's as if you just couldn't, it's, it's, a, it's as if I just couldn't make you happy. Sorry, I guess. I know being I know being a human doesn't come with a manual, and I guess that what's, that's what comforts me some days, and other days hurts me the most. That you're just human, and that you were hurt, and that you hurt me by accident. It hurts because now I don't know who to trust, because apparently... Even the people that love you the most can misunderstand you, project their insecurities and childhood traumas on you. They can neglect you and push you away, all because they don't know how to love you, all because they were never taught how to love, all because children can play the drum and adults can dance. The broken child, the experiment. Wow, sorry. Um, the one, the one, the one who raised her parents and never and was never allowed to be a child. The one whose mind was conditioned. I was stripped of the concept of expression. The one who wasn't allowed to be naive. The one the one who finds comfort in helping others feel in hopes of feeling everything other than anger and resentment for not being allowed to be. This one's called Story of My Life. I know I've been good at, at proofreading, always too busy pouring out my heart, literally. Five things you like about yourself, said John Locke. Shit. Like reading this before i realized why i was reading like fuck it let's go um i like that i don't uh, so okay so okay so somebody asked me to <laughs> somebody said somebody was what what yeah okay hold on uh, i'm gonna contextualize this so a lot of people have been supporting me throughout this incident and trying to just help me build strength and yeah a person asked me to carry out an exercise that I, I've never, I guess, done before. And, yeah, here I am. Okay, let's start again. Story of my life. I've never been good at proofreading. Always too busy pouring out my heart. Five things you like about yourself, said John Locke. I like, and these are the five things. I like that I don't take myself too seriously. I like that part, I like the part of me that enjoys elements of discovery. Um... I am a person full of passion. I am a creative writer and I love my cooking. Who even says that? John Locke does. Let me tell you about John Locke. John Locke is my favourite philosopher. He is regarded as one of the most influential Enlightenment thinkers and com commonly known as the father of liberalism. His political theory was founded in social construct, a theory that 
that believed that human nature is characterized by reason and tolerance. His theory was made up with the narrative that there are three natural rights. Life, liberty and property. And that the most basic human law of nature is the prevention of mankind. He was saying that we are selfish, but that's what that's just what it is, isn't it? We are human. And to serve that purpose, to fulfil our desires, he concluded that individuals have both the right and the duty to preserve their own selves. Manuel was basically saying that you have the right and duty to mind your own motherfucking business. <laughs> You're probably what confused as to what I'm talking about and how we got here. I found him, or he found me. Someone who knows he knows me, even though he doesn't need to know me to know me. Someone who sees me. The person I identified uh, <laughs> the person that I identified with at uni in 2014, John Locke. I didn't know that I'd get to meet him. I know it's him because he keeps telling me to focus and mind my business. John Locke. This is this is written in stars. I wrote John Locke. <laughs> it's gonna make me rich and happy. I'm probably gonna have his baby. <laughs> And I wrote that yesterday. Um, we've been here for an hour, but I feel like I might as well just read these because I, I have these moments. I remember even like my last relationship, which was five years at the beginning of our relationship, I'd struggle to be able to communicate with my um, my man about how I feel. So I'd find myself like writing stuff in my notes and then passing him my phone to speak. Um, or sometimes like we'll be in bed and I'll just be like up at a random hour and he'll be like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just there like typing away like a fucking weirdo. Right, there's two pieces that I want to read. The first one, actually, no, let's go down here because I think that that's one I want. Um, what will set me off? If somehow it's proven that your intentions were not genuine, I'll kick off. <laughs> I only ask that you put your best foot forward with me that you're transparent about all the things concerning me and our interactions, that you tell me how you feel and what you think. There are two types of men I hate, the calculated and the negligent. Both are heartbreakers, one because he means means to, the other because he doesn't. Don't lie, don't cheat and don't pretend. Don't hurt my feelings. My mother didn't carry me for nine months, so you can take me for Egypt. <laughs> don't dismiss me. Listen to me. Don't pull me close just to push me away. Don't ask me to bring my guard down just so you can see what I look like. Be gentle and patient with me. But most significantly, most significantly, don't start something you can't finish. You know what you know what will hurt more? If it's neither you or me. If it's a matter of matter. If time reveals that we are simply not compatible. But at least then I don't have to think of ways to kill you. It won't be your fault. I won't have to kick off. Just try. Try to be good to me. Um uh, this one is called uh, Feminism is a Movement. I think feminism is a movement. It's stages and it wavers with time. Expressions and freedoms are birthed at the same rate as babies. Our communal task is if not to accept and respect them, acknowledge and tolerate them. For ignoring them means war. I think feminism comes in different shapes and sizes, like people, because it's about people. Like a university full of societies. All but a matter of conduct and representation. Oh, that was good. Um, da -da 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 -da. Do, 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 do. Oh, this one is good. It's short, but it's good. Because, you know, niggas love to tell you I'm moving mad. Okay, cool. This is what I wrote. Um, I wasn't spreading bad energy when you moved to me. A man will move to you, disturb your peace, then act bamboozled when you stop and ask him what he wants. Why are you here? Because you moved to me, remember? Unless you're telling me that I shouldn't have it. Coward. Time waster. Attention seeker. You look pathetic. By guessing more than me. 
because you're there entertaining the fucking dickhead. Uh, okay, last piece. Is it last piece? I keep saying last piece. It's not last piece. Is it last piece? This one's called The Thing With Life. It's a lot to do with thinking. That's why we say mind over matter. Not that matter doesn't matter, but that all your solutions are a matter of thinking. And that's why we don't like doing it because it takes a long time to think. Sometimes you're too young. Sometimes you just don't know. Sometimes you even have to unknow. Then, of course, there's also a matter of meeting the right people at the right time. See? Time. That might, that one might have gone over your head, but... Let it marinate. Uh... Do I want to read this one? I was just thinking about you, but I decided to go with the flow. It's funny because I thought you aired me since... Since as aired me seeing as you've been distracted lately i feel like when people are withdrawn they either make it evident that they want need your attention or that they don't i just assume that since you fell off it means you're okay with your idea of someone else falling through i think we should have this conversation in person so our body language and eye language can add more depth to our words depth to our words what i'd like to, for you to know is that i notice everything including your absence i miss you and i'm scared because your intentions aren't clear what do you want from me? Because I can give you everything you want. The art of being a woman. We conform and absorb. Then start to reflect what we are. For... Oh, I'm trying to read the thing and someone's calling me. We conform and absorb. Then start to reflect what we are. But for a happy ending, I have to let you and... I have to let you and you have to let me. You have to take part. You two have to want to give and to try. Uh, this one's going to be definitely not. No, there's two more. <laughs> puzzle pieces. Um, blah, blah, blah. Humans are made up of lots of puzzle pieces. Our, all our interactions and experiences are also made up of lots of puzzle pieces. Things always tend to come together. There always seems to be a bigger picture. I think when it comes to our interactions, not even necessarily on some romantic soppy thing, but on some real down-to-earth G-shit, I like how we fit. I think what's hard and worth working towards is not ruining things which is hard because after all we are but human like puzzles we all come in different forms some are small and easy to put together others require more time and, and patience or like atoms there are parts of our puzzles that are made up of puzzles but that's a conversation for another day where was i let's not ruin things fear does that to you most things most of the things that are wrong with the world are driven by fear and if you uh you're going to think about the things that are wrong with the world and realize that fear is the root of all evil Anyway, it's hard to enjoy the puzzle of life and interactions without your curiosity telling you to try and see the bigger picture before it's complete. It's hard to enjoy and experience the puzzle coming together when it's easy to worry and fuss about finding the pieces that, that fit. Of course, the pieces don't come together by themselves, but let's enjoy how we contribute to the puzzle coming together and the picture painting itself, because the picture will be what it was all what it always was whether we put it together or not especially because of the box the box tells you a lot if not everything about the puzzle a slight idea of the work ahead of you and what you're working to achieve and what your results should be or what it should look like in the end what the book what the box really tells you is how to put the puzzle together or how long it will take for that you have to look outside the box and trust the process especially given that life doesn't have a box and i put in um brackets what a pun Again, it might go over your head. Last but last least, I literally wrote that today because I thought I was getting aired. This is on this episode of women just being dramatic. What do you want? I told you I needed someone to talk to you and you fucking left me. What the actual fuck? Is, is it that I was too fucking honest? I'm tired, you know. I'm literally fucking exhausted. I don't need another scared ass nigga. I need a man. 
I don't need you to take care of me. I need you to be there for me, especially on days when I, when I pretend that I'm strong, on days when I need to cry, on days when I need someone to reason with me. If you, if you try and commit, if you can't try and commit to that, then don't bother fucking calling back. I want you to call, but I can't hate you if you, if you don't. If you call back, understand that the only way you can hurt me is by keeping me in the dark. I hate dark. I hate dark fucking places. They fuck with my sanity. And then I put Tiana Taylor uh, issues hold. And yeah, that's that. We've been here for like an hour.